Good evening. Hey, welcome to the Talk It Out podcast. My name is Neil Bailey Harper, and tonight I am off the cuff with Make Me Laugh. And they do. The music I'm listening to comes from the one and only, and you cannot say that lightly when it comes to this guy, the great Luther Vandross. Um, all Luther tonight. I remember being, this is, a, I'm sorry, this is Bad Boys having a party. Yeah. Listen, I remember in the 80s, might have been the late 70s, at the uh, Greensboro Coliseum. Now, I didn't attend the concert personally, but I knew a lot of people that did. And they said that Luther came out on stage and people had heard his voice, which is addictive as enough as, as it is. They heard his voice, but they hadn't seen him in person. So when he came out on stage, apparently the Coliseum burst out in laughter because he was fat. And the laughter lasted until he started singing. Done deal. It was over. And it began. Luther down and live became the thing to see. But it's Sunday night. And there used to be a lot of things to see on Sunday night. Um, I'm going back to the, to the 90s, early 90s. Sopranos was the first, for me, HBO kind of regular Sunday night watch thing I had to see. Uh, there were shows like True Blood, Carnival, um, Six Feet Under, uh, Ray Donovan, the early years of Ray, Do- Ray Donovan. Um, Sons of Anarchy was a great show, man. Great show. House of Cards before, you know, the last year was totally off whack. Um, shows like that were Sunday nights, but, you know, it's not the same. It hasn't been the same for a while. Oh, some shows I did see that were pretty good. If you turn to Prime, you can see shows like uh, Bloodline, uh, which, which did three seasons. Goliath, which is in the second season. Um, Seven Seconds, which was a great mini, mini series, like eight episode thing. Um, Ozark. With Jason Bateman and Lauren Lindley Great show, great show That's, That hasn't come back out yet, it's done two years And then there's City on the Hill, which is the only current show I watched on Showtime, that's pretty good Power Wow I don't know where it went For me For me it's okay, but it's like Everybody they put the camera on has killed somebody Except for one Keep that in mind But, I turn to Netflix sometimes And, and I'm watching See, before I go to bed, I like to laugh at something. So I'm either watching Andy Griffin, Frasier, Cheers, or some comedy on Netflix. And I've been watching a lot of Dave Chappelle lately. And the guy is brilliant. Okay? He's so smart. People don't get how smart he is because they think his humor is silly. But from the Chappelle show back on Comedy Central, and the reasons why he stopped doing that show, people still don't get it to this day. But if you listen to his comedy, it is brilliant. I thought that the sketch on the Chappelle show, The Niggas, was great. But a lot of people missed the point. Watch it. Understand what he's doing. But here's my point. I thought about comedians. Now, comedians, firstly, it's, I think, the single hardest thing to do in entertainment. Being a stand-up comic, I believe, is the single hardest thing to do in entertainment. Now, once you get out there, you're out there. And if you don't get the response you're looking for in the first five minutes, and you got a 25-minute gig, wow. Yours truly has tried stand-up comic comedy 
oh, maybe 30 years ago. I had maybe four or five gigs. I had a couple managers. We were rehearsing, all that kind of stuff. Ooh, boy. I did okay. I could have done better. But the island that you're on, you have to accept it and really want to do it. I like acting. I can be a, a comedian in a play because I have surroundings in me. Just that naked vision of being a stand-up comic was a little bit brutal for me. Not saying I wouldn't get out there again. A lot of people now, here's the funny thing too. You have so many people now who do, um, who do this um, open mic night for poetry or spoken word stuff. That seems kind of easy. That is. But if they try to be funny and turn it into comedy, it gets brutal. But some people can do it really well. And it made me think back to I think the most brilliant, brilliant marketing, one of the most brilliant marketing schemes I've seen in entertainment, which was Steve Harvey's The King of Comedy tour series. Brilliant, brilliant marketing. Being for real, it was only one king of comedy in that whole pack. We'll get to that in a second. This, ooh, Luther. Luther started doing Maxwell House coffee commercials. Then he worked with Sheik, uh, uh, Diggs and uh, Nile Rogers, Bernard Diggs and Nile Rogers, and Sheik. Uh, he worked with Quincy. He produced Aretha. He produced Dionne Warwick. He produced himself. This is uh, Can I Take You Out Tonight. Man, it's the coolest song ever. That's Luther. <laughs> I can't nobody do like Luther. He's the kind of guy that if you go, we've all been to shows where somebody wants to sing a Luther song and everybody listens for the first verse, if that much, to see if he's even in the ballpark. They know he's not Luther. Uh, I love this. I love this song. Um, okay, where am I getting back to where I'm talking about? I got to get back. Luther's cool like that. So Chappelle has really evolved in his comedy. And that's the other things comedians can do. They can evolve in their comedy. A lot of them don't. It's not like singers. Singers, you sing a certain style of music, and maybe your music grows, your range grows a little, but in comedy, you have to evolve. And I'm thinking, well, what I liked about the King of Comedy thing was that Steve Harvey realized the marketing power of the, com of the comedians he had. They weren't all great comedians to me, stand-up comedians. They weren't. And he understood that even about himself, but they were hot at the time. And, they, and he put them in a place where he controlled the financial aspect of things and it worked out. But he's smart enough to also know it's his thing for who he was working with. D.L. Hughley, Cedric the Entertainer, uh, himself, and the great Bernie Mac. And I believe from the first time they decided to do this, all of the comedians knew who the closer of that group was. It was Bernie Mac. See, here, okay, first, I'm gonna give you what I think is the Mount Rushmore of stand-up comedians. But I gotta pay homage to some people before them. Don't get in the conversation now if you only go back to Dave Chappelle. Criteria to, to discuss this conversation means that you have seen more than one episode or one more than one comic st stand-up of the people I'm gonna mention. But before, honorary mentions, the people who gave these people the way, um, people like George Carlin, Jonathan Winters, uh, um, 
Paul Moody, uh, Lenny Bruce, Don Rickles, and Jonathan Winters spun us the great Robin Williams. Um, the great Robin Williams. But here's the deal. I want to give you four people that I think today would be the R- Mount Rushmore of stand-up comedians, and I want you to tell me who the closer is. First one. Here's the four. I'm going to give them to you first, all four, and then I'll break them down as to which I think is which. Now, there are great comedians everywhere. I'm going to leave some people out. These are just the four I think. If you went to see them all in one show, who do you think the closer is? The four I'm thinking of, Dave Chappelle. He would be one um, because of the body of work. And the other thing about these comedians, too, all of them... Uh, parlay themselves into acting because it's natural but my first one would be Dave Chappelle okay just because he is a stand-up comic that is smarter than a lot of people think and he's funny and his delivery is classic nobody can deliver like Dave Chappelle can deliver it's classic and it keeps you kind of hanging on each word because you know it's coming this is the closer for Luther for me this is called Heaven, Heaven Knows from Luther Okay, so Dave Chappelle would go first for me. No, he would be one of the four. The second one of the four would be Eddie Murphy. If you go back to Raw and things like that, see, you can, and you know what, if you watch these comedians over the years, you can see how some of them become better, better storytellers, how some of them become better at um, making their, connecting the dots in their stories and their whole routine. Um, how some of them even become better in their delivery. But the delivery is all individual. That's what makes them special. Eddie Murphy's great. Um, the energy, the, the non-stop hilarity, and, and material is pretty good. Now, after Raw, it kind of changed up a little for me, but that's okay. He's still in the, in the Mount Rushmore for me. The third one, Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor. The great Richard Pryor. Um, Firstly, the way he presented things. The voices, the body movements, the the language. When he portrayed animals. (laughs) I mean, look at Live on Sunset Strip. Look at these brilliant stand-up. And he was the most self-deprecating comedian ever. And he was so strong. He put himself out there. Before he put anybody else out there So that made everybody fair game Because he went after himself Harder than anybody could He is brilliant Was brilliant Acting, directing, all of that And the fourth one Bernie Mac Yeah, Bernie Mac He took a routine about Nieces and nephews Which was actually a real life story Turned it into a A top rated TV show all because of his delivery. You can see some old in Bernie Mac, some new in Bernie Mac, a little bit of step and fetch in Bernie Mac, but a little bit of uh, Robin, Robin Harris in Bernie Mac. Everybody, Bernie Mac was great. So, put him in a bag. You're going to a concert. Those are the kings of comedies on display. Who goes first, second, third, who closes? Okay, I'm going to tell you how I see it. So, Again, we've got to be at a big place. If all four of these guys are performing, who closes for you? Who closes for you, okay? 
This is not uh, this is not throwing shade on any other comedians out there. These are just these four guys say for this time are the kings of comedy. Okay, for me the first one, the opening act would be Dave Chappelle. Not because he's not funny, because the other three have the body language and their energy to kind of take you up to different levels. Chappelle would open for me. Second would be Eddie Murphy. Because he has to say he matches energy with Bernie Mac and Richard Pryor. I just don't think he matches their material. But he's great. So after Eddie, you all round up. Third, Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor. Because even though he's the best, I would take him third. Because of all the things he does. And fourth, closing, I know this is this is this might be a little weird. Bernie Mac. Bernie Mac would close for me. Because Bernie Mac is fire from beginning to end. Primitive fire. Richard Pryor is a little bit more intro- introvert. Bernie Mac is primitive fire. Either way, you're gonna see the best show you ever saw in your life. They're gonna do anything they wanna do, and you're gonna love every minute of it. And you'll talk about it the next day. So think about it. Hit me back. Who would close for you? Tell me. Talk to me. This is the Talk It Out podcast. My name is Neil Bailey Harper. It's Sunday night, y'all, and it's Luther. Have a good week, everybody. Take care.